Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, we've tallied the votes, and we have your champion in uh, the Friday, French Friday, bracket here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, it's been a, a crazy tournament. Upsets left and right. Some of the best memories. We were not chalk. <laughs> we were not chalk. It wasn't chalk. Uh, but uh, it's time for our one shining moment. It is time for our <laughs> I champion. wish I would have cut that. We should have done that. <laughs> uh, before, one shining moment. Before we claim the champ, by the way, it came down to Raising Cane's and Runza for the best fast food mm-hmm. french fry in the championship game. Uh, somebody had a pretty good something that I want to try. Somebody texted in, Runza fries with Lowry's seasoning instead of regular salt. Mmm. I'm a big Larry's seasoning guy as well. I don't know it's if I've had Larry's perfect. seasoning. Perfect. Where do you get it? You just uh, anywhere? Yeah, just local uh, grocery store. Okay. Lowry's. Remember that one. I one. will remember that and just dunk it on some runs of fries. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then uh, some <laughs> Fairway Jesus says, uh, between Raising Cane's and Runza, they're the exact same fry. Well, <laughs> maybe we have a certain taste that we just uh, right. lean in toward. Uh, but overwhelmingly, the text line actually has decided their champion, and it is... Uh, maybe maybe this is a biased poll, polling group, right? These are all Husker <laughs> fans that have been going to Husker games, eating all these runs all these years. But nevertheless, uh, Runza is going to be our fried champion, which is crazy because they got in at the last minute. We didn't even, <laughs> yeah. we didn't even think about it. They were a playing the team. Yeah. They were a playing they, team. So VCU. <laughs> very, yeah, very special. And uh, Zach brings up they also they have frings. You can also just get fries and rings. That's you know, Wait, if what? you can throw frings in, you can get onion rings and fries in the same so they container. Come in the same, that is awesome. Yeah, they call it frings. That's genius. Yeah. Shout out to Ru- That is genius. They got How has no on one there. ever thought about that? They did. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is, like, this is not new. This has been around for years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to try Runza now. Uh, you guys have convinced me. I will go to Runza, yeah, Runza and Runza I will try their fries. fries. I yeah. will try their fries. Are you going to get a Runza too? Or you, should, you should try it, probably. I've had a Runza at the stadium. Yeah. I haven't had like a fresh Runza. That means Runza. that Runza was made at like 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I need to go to I know some of the folks that put together those Runzas. A lot of work. A lot of work that day. No, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's continue. Uh, we're going to punt on uh, bug eater history. We're going to talk some bug eaters tomorrow. Uh, trust me, I wanted to talk about the Fielding Yost era, but uh, we're running out of time. So instead, we're just going to preview another team as we lead up to Big Ten Media Days. Today, it is the Michigan State Spartans, who, of course, went 11-2 and and got Mel Tucker just about everything he is going to ever need now with his new contract. Yeah. Uh, as uh, so, eleven and two last year, very very good year. Um, obviously, the Michigan win probably the the top the moment of that, and uh, Kenneth Walker just went off in that game. Uh, a little bit. I mean, when they lost fifty six to seven to Ohio State, it was like forty nine to nothing at halftime. It was one of those games, and Nebraska's been in those yeah. games with Ohio State um, where. They could name their score, and they just kind of, you know, they just let off after halftime. And that's what happened there. Um, and that's really the big it problem for yeah. Michigan State is they were the 130th ranked passing defense. Um, and to be 11-2 and two and have that bad of a pass defense is quite impressive, to be honest with you. They brought in a transfer from Georgia by the name of Amir Speed, uh, a 6'3", 210 corner. 
uh, that's looking to help out with that. Uh, started three games with the Bulldogs last year, regular contributor, uh, not a starter necessarily at all, at all times, uh, but he should certainly help out there. And they now do not have uh, Kenneth Walker. That's the big difference, of course, on this year's Michigan State team. But they do feel like they could have overall the roster might be bigger and faster. Um, so they're still kind of working on that build and, if you're eleven and two and year two of that build, man, that build's going somewhere. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Or Kenneth Walker could have just been a special guy. Um, but they in that running back room, they're looking at another couple transfers there. Remember Kenneth Walker transferred in from Wake Forest, and how good would Wake Forest have been last oh year if goodness. they would have Kenneth Walker? Um, Sam Hartman, yeah, Sam Hartman uh, would help out there. Uh, running back room has been rejuvenated by Colorado transfer Jarek Broussard, who had uh, fifteen hundred yards in two seasons with Colorado. Wow. Also, former Wisconsin running back Jalen Berger is going to look. Look to try to get in there and take over some, you know, it might be one of those things where you uh, you got to you replace the guy by committee. You probably don't have another Kenneth Walker there, uh, but we'll see. They do have Peyton Thorne back, who, despite not looking very good against Nebraska's Blackshirt defense, uh, set a school record, 27 touching uh touchdown passes and that's that's a pretty good school for quarterbacks when you think about the guys that have been over there uh just 10 interceptions 3,233 yards overall he's got a big time receiver coming back in Jaden Reed 1,026 yards last year 10 touchdowns uh and also very good on that return unit he's a major weapon as a returner mm-hmm. um and I know we kind of think as Peyton Thorne he's, he's you know he's, he's got that arm he can move around a little bit too he's actually um one of the better mobile quarterbacks in the Big Ten it's not like he's gonna burn you or anything but he can get you some extra yards. Um, like I said, their major defense actually is their, their major defect is their defense with Mel Tucker. That's his, that's his zone. That's what he's supposed to be really good at. So we'll kind of see uh, if he can kind of turn the corner there. They've got uh, Xavier Henderson back. Uh, one of their safeties had 94 tackles last year. He should help out in the secondary freshman All-American Cal Halliday led the team with 96 tackles last season too. So they got some young guys. They added transfers on the defensive side from UNLV Mississippi state to help out that linebacker unit. And where they did do well on defense was stop the run. They were 15th nationally wow. in rushing defense. So that is quite uh, quite a year. Jacob Slade on the defensive side, the defensive tackle, uh, their biggest weaponry there. Um, don't have much of a pass rush. The offensive line and secondary could kind of be the the again the the question marks. Um, but they they're pretty good at special teams actually. They lost longtime uh, kicker Matt Coughlin, so he must be replaced. Yeah. But their punter Bryce uh, Beringer averaged a school record forty eight point four yards per punt. Forty eight yards wow. per punt. That's a lot. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so Michigan State, as we look at them, too, open up with Western Michigan, have Akron, then at Washington. Of course, uh, they played Washington a few years ago. Michigan State actually, or Michigan actually played Washington last season. And then when you look at their conference schedule, um, doesn't look too too intimidating. They start uh, with a home game at Minis- or with Minnesota, then at Maryland, a home game with Ohio State and Wisconsin, so at least you get your, your tough opponents, some of them at home. Of course, that game against Michigan is in the big house. They're looking forward mm-hmm. to that and continuing to really own that rivalry as they have since uh, since Mike Hart called him little brother, basically. Uh, and then the end of the season is uh, a bit of a little bit of an easier way for them. So they've kind of mid-season is going to be a few tough games in a row. Uh, they finish at Illinois, Rutgers, Indiana, and then at Penn State. Ooh, so kind of the opposite of Nebraska schedule. Yeah. You expect the drop-off from without Kenneth Walker? Yeah, I would say a drop-off. I, I still think they're a solid 8-9 win football team. Yeah. Do I expect them to be in a New Year's Six Bowl? Eh, probably not. You should follow uh, Coach Tucker on Twitter, though. He's pretty fun on there. 
Interesting. Mel Tucker. I don't know if I've seen him on Twitter. He's got uh, just pictures like they they're embracing the woodshed. That's what they call their their home. Um, and uh, he's nice. just got like pictures of him with pit bulls and stuff. He's oh nice, he's cool. <laughs> he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. This is a good question for you then, Bach. Uh, Christian Lincoln says, "Is Frost best win in Nebraska against Sparty in year one?" Uh, well, I think it's right up there. I mean, Minnesota that year, I think, was the only other team that he's beaten that finished with a record above 500. Both Michigan State and Minnesota that year finished like 7-6, and six, so it's not a whole lot better. Right. But you'd have to put it up there. I mean, that's Mark D'Antonio is a heck of a coach. He is. Uh, and to get that win as, you know, you know, I don't know if you want to call it impressive, but it, I would say, yeah, I'd say that's the best win that he had. And, it, again, with Scott Frost's specialty, they won that game 9-6, to six, so... Might have been hmm. despite Scott Frost again in this category in this hmm. case, but uh, I don't know. It, I would certainly say that might be his best win. Uh, that'll wrap it up though for the ticket water cooler. We crowned a champion on the Friday here on a Wednesday, and we have on the block coming up next. Strick is out in Vegas, so we'll see uh, see what he's been doing. Maybe he's gambling. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's done gambling. We get the show rolling. That's coming up next here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.